You're listening to Portfolio Builders, a WealthCap Holdings podcast about long-term wealth building and financial independence. Hey, everybody. Devin here, your host for the Portfolio Builders podcast today. Just wanted to take a couple minutes and share some thoughts with you uh, based on just a lot of questions that I've been getting recently with everything that is going on in the real estate market today. I have a ton of investors, home buyers, new investors, experienced real estate investors asking, is it a good time to buy? Um, and that's, it's kind of a loaded question. Uh, it depends what you are thinking about buying. So I just wanted to share some thoughts and tidbits, feedback that you, uh, you know, might find helpful if you're thinking of buying real estate in the current market. So like most people know, um, pretty much the entire nation is in a little bit of a, you know, it's a bull market pretty much across the nation in terms of real estate prices, especially what you're seeing being sold in the MLS. Uh, there is a lot of, like there's a lot of activity in the market. I think the national average for inventory is 1.1 months right now, which is super, super low. So that means there's very little inventory, buyers are competing, that's why you're seeing stuff on the news and in the papers about tons of properties are being sold over asking price, cash buyers, uh, bidding wars going on. And, you know, what is driving that price increase has a lot to do with supply and demand. Um, you know, some of that I would, I would probably argue is really forced appreciation due to the lack of supply. Um, so if someone were asking me, Hey, should I buy a house right now? If you're talking about buying a primary residence out of the MLS where you're competing with a lot of people for not very many properties, you know, like me, I'm probably not going to right now, uh, buy a primary residence in this market, especially not with, you know, where I live here at Nashville, prices are going up and up and up. Um, you know, the average price point in Nashville is like 330 right now where I live in Franklin, it's about 550 and that's increased significantly from where it was a couple of years ago. I don't know that all of that is forced or, you know, artificial appreciation. Um, but some of it definitely is due to the supply and demand. So my personal opinion is, is buying a primary residence the smartest thing to do right now? Eh, maybe, maybe not. Um, there's other factors that, you know, you have to take into account as well. Like if you're married and your spouse is saying, we need to buy another house, that happiness factor, like you can't really put a price tag on that. Maybe, you know, maybe you'll pay more in the market today than you might have a couple years ago or a few years down the road. I don't know, but that's like, that's something that's really hard to weigh. Should I, or shouldn't I, if you're you know, factoring in, this is something that we want to do for our family. When it comes to investment property though, that's like, that's a totally different animal. Um, the numbers that you really want to look at are totally different. The metrics are really different. When I'm looking at, should I potentially buy an investment property or should I make any kind of an, an investment? 
what I'm looking at is what is the return on the capital that I'm going to invest to secure this asset? Or if you're, you know, I personally don't really invest in the stock market, but if you were, you know, if you were going to invest in some kind of a dividend stock, um, that those are the questions that I would be asking myself is how much cash is it going to take to secure this asset? And what is my return going to be on that cash? And considering where, you know, where we're headed most likely with inflation, I think right now we're pacing right around 4.9%, depending on who you ask and what you're reading. You know, some of the research is showing that by the end of the year, we could be knocking on closer to 7%, maybe 8% appreciation. You know, people are talking about how prices are increasing on a lot of commodities. So anything that I can do today to take the cash that I have today, that it's going to be worth 7% less tomorrow, if there's something that I can do to take that cash and make it productive in a way where it's going to be paying me in the future, that to me, that's a no-brainer. Um, there's also been a lot of questions have been coming my way about, okay, so the real estate market is totally booming right now. Prices are increasing. There's there's going to be a correction at some point, right? What does that mean for investment property? And that's a it's a great question. It's just, it's definitely a valid question. If you were if you were buying a property thinking I'm going to sell it next year, you know, or maybe 2 years down the road, if you're playing an appreciation game, that can be a little bit risky. If you're looking at buy and hold real estate, such as a, a long-term rental property, whether it's single family or a small multi, um, if the price, the current market price of the property were to drop a little bit over the next couple of years, that's not necessarily going to have anything to do with what happens to rent prices. More often than not, when the real estate market shifts, if fewer people are buying because interest rates have gone up, um, that usually tends to drive up the demand for rental property. You know, and right now interest rates are, they're very low. They've been historically low for a really, really long time. That's not sustainable for the long term. So I think it's realistic to expect that at some point over the next year, uh, you know, interest rates are really going to start creeping up. That shouldn't shy investors away from buying property, but it will, it will make a difference to first time home buyers owner occupants where basically their money's not not going as far when you're investing in real estate the return on capital invested in my opinion is the most important metric i don't i don't really get hung up on interest rates i'm looking at how much cash do i have to put into it and what is it going to pay me back those are really the only numbers that i'm that i'm looking at but i've you know had a ton of people asking these questions about should i buy now with investment or should I wait for the market to correct? I mean, you can. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily the wisest thing to do because next year, let's say you wait, say you've got a hundred grand in the bank right now and you're thinking, I want to invest this, but I'm going to wait until next year or the year after whenever the market shifts. That hundred grand is going to be worth less and less because of inflation. Um, we're also seeing a lot of like wages are starting to go up to keep up pace with the inflation. So rents are probably going to go up as well. So does it make sense to 
wait to try to maybe buy something a little bit cheaper down the road uh, with money that is worth less than it's worth right now, or go ahead and make it productive today. And then down the road, as inflation drives those rents up, you're actually making a better return by having invested the cash right now. So that's, you know, that's my opinion on that. Um, thinking about, you know, some of the other really common questions that people are reaching out and asking lately, having to do with their primary residence, asking, should I sell my house right now because the market is at a peak? Well, maybe. <laughs> Depends on what you think you might do with the money that you make from that sale. So let's say I was talking to a guy today. He's got a house that he bought for 600K. It's now worth about 1.1 million. It is rented. He's getting like 3,800 bucks a month in rent. So, you know, cash flows really well for the amount of the mortgage that he has on it. If he were to sell that property, he would have about 600K in working capital that he could use to secure other investments. You know, 600K, you could buy four houses outright in cash that would then cash flow, you know, $1,200 a month each times four, $4,800 a month. Or uh, let's say you take that, take that 600K and use it to make 20, 25% down payments on 10 properties. And those 10 properties are cash flowing each around $400 a month. You know, that's, it's about the same income, but then you've spread it across multiple assets that are all going to appreciate five, 10 years down the road, all of those properties could then be sold or um, you'd also have the opportunity to like get home equity line of credits, HELOCs on those properties and then make that money productive. So when I was talking to this guy earlier today, we were just looking at the math a couple different ways and it's like, you could sell that house, take the 600K, you might have some capital gains depending on, on how you reinvest or you could do, you know, a 1031 exchange if you wanted to try to defer some of those taxes. Another option, <clears throat> rather than sell the house, since it's rented with good tenants that are paying, take out a HELOC, get access to that capital that's, you know, that equity is not productive when it's just locked up in the house. But by getting a HELOC, this guy could have access to that capital, put that to work, secure some other investment properties that are going to essentially pay, you know, pay dividends, pay a return every month um, rather than it just sitting in the home. Because there's an opportunity that let's say the market does, let's say the market does shift and that house is in an area where there's definitely some artificial, uh, <laughs> artificial inflation appreciation. Say the market shifts in 12 months or so. He may not have the same opportunity down the road to sell the house and have that much profit or even get a HELOC with quite as, as large of a line. Um, you know, if the market shifts, it's, it's not going to appraise. So you kind of have to analyze like what makes the most sense for, for you and your investment plans with whatever tools you have in your disposal right now, the money that is sitting in your bank account is losing value at a super, super rapid rate. Um, you know, we haven't seen inflation pacing like this in quite some time. 
I couldn't tell you exactly what year. I'm not, I'm not an economist either. Like real estate is my, is my gig. So I can chat with you guys what I, what I know and what I've experienced about that. Um, but I do understand that like the money in the bank is literally losing value at double the rate it was just a couple years ago. So if, you know, trying to figure out, should I buy, should I sell, uh, something right now, looking at how to, you know, best position yourself for the future is something that you're interested in doing. Just reach out to me. I'm pretty easy to find wealthcapholdings.com backslash waitlist will take you to my calendar. Or if you're in our portfolio builders, Facebook group, just shoot me a message, Devin, the girl with the purple hair. And I'm happy to share, you know, thoughts with you and do some of this math based on your specific situation to kind of figure out what might make the most sense for you. Uh, cause it's, you know, totally individualized, but me personally, if I was sitting on an asset right now that had quite a bit of equity in it, I would be looking at, should I sell it and reinvest or get a HELOC and at least have access to that equity. Even if you don't spend it, at least you'd have access to the line, um, and try to make that make that money productive. I'm always a fan of basically buying investment property as long as I know it's it's a good return. If I can invest some money that's going to pay me a return, provide the depreciation to give the tax benefits, um, you know, and over time tenants are going to pay off the the debt for me, like that's that's pretty much a no-brainer buying a primary residence, like I said in the beginning, like that's probably not something that I personally am going to do in the current market. Um, but again, if like, if that's the best thing for your family, it's really hard to put a, a price on, is it a good time to buy? A lot of recent surveys are starting to show that individuals, I think six months ago, there was a poll uh, I read on, I think it was NAR website, individuals were asked, is it a good time to sell? And most people were saying, yes, that number is starting to go down as people are seeing, you know, that prices are just, they're getting a little too high in, in some areas. So there you have it guys. Those are my, my thoughts on, is it a good time to buy? Um, really just kind of depends what you're thinking on buying and whether or not you should sell assets or a primary residence that you're sitting on, um, totally individual decision and situation there. But if you want some help doing the math, I can, I can totally help you out with that. If there's any other questions that, um, you guys have out there that you want to hear our thoughts on, just shoot me a message and I'd be happy to get a guest on if we can you know, have somebody share about that, or maybe myself or Taylor would have some insight that we could share on this podcast with you. So I hope everybody has a super awesome rest of your week. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks for listening. Discover how you can start building wealth with real estate, even without experience in our free book, Why Real Estate and How to Get Started by visiting wealthcapholdings.com slash book. That's wealthcapholdings.com slash book.